0: Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: How you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, just like I said, just another crazy start to the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my yep. God. So how has your weekend been?
1: Good. Just busy with work. Work, work, work all the time.
0: No. No doubt, no doubt. Now, before we even get into anything, how did you hook up with Junior St. Jocks?
1: Um, he was at a with Richard Mann, and it was their spectacular event that he and Mr. Mysterious put on. And mm-hmm. so um, Julian was there. I guess he wasn't going to do any shoots, he was just there to kind of network. And we mm-hmm. started chatting, and we're like, let's go.
0: so how so how was it working with so people can understand juniors ain't got jocks is a legend i mean this guy was a porn king with sean michaels when i was in high school this this is one of the guys i used to look at so how was it working with him tell me about it
1: oh it was awesome he's quite like um I feel like his vibe is very like debonair, very suave, and so um, it was. It was nice. It was professional. He knew. Okay, we're gonna do this, this, and this, and I just followed the lead. I like being told what to do, so it was pretty,
0: mm.
1: pretty nice.
0: <laughs> I it it. I mean, the more and more I talk to you and I get to know you, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you. It, it, the more I see that you have le- future legend written, written, written over yourself because not a lot of people can see him say that they work with Richard Man and Junior St. Cox. Especially Junior St. Cox because he he doesn't shoot that much. Actually, he damn near semi-retired.
1: Yeah, um, well I guess he's coming out of retirement and so uh, this was kind of like the maiden voyage weekend for oh, him. <laughs>
0: So, I was the so, <laughs> Apparently, so you broke him back out of he he. He saw you and probably was like, "I got to come out of retirement for this." Oh my god, she's he, he, just gorgeous. I, so what kind of scene was well, it? I don't, don't want, want to put in?
1: words. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but
0: but it, but, but that's what he right. did. That that yeah, what he so. did because I mean it, it's certain talents that you'll see. And you might just, you know, might walk into something. and Say, "I'm not doing the shoot today." And then you see this person, this female, and y'all vibe. And you're like, you know, something? fuck. I come out of retirement for her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't blame him because I will come out of retirement for you. I ain't even gonna lie. To shit. It'll be, a, it'll be a hard, it'll be a hard for me to say no. But, um, so what kind of scene did y'all do? Um, it
1: was just, uh like coming home from a night out scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was a uh, oh. boy-girl typical yeah just
0: mm-hmm. with uh, a little role play behind it
1: a little role play yeah a little scene set up
0: mm-hmm. okay okay okay
1: i was, I was <laughs> mad because he was checking out some chick at the bar um you need to fuck me so that i know that i'm the only girl you think about
0: Kind of <laughs> i like that <laughs> i like that i
1: don't know
0: so
1: I guys first scenes so are like oh you know be this angry girl who i whatever mm-hmm. i don't know if i have that look to me but
0: <laughs> yeah is it you 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 can probably play the hot sexy pissed off girlfriend very well <laughs> and you know and um
1: yeah, I did that with the Tile.
0: Yeah, that's saw you work with him too. I was like, man, you, you, you hitting all the legends. You ain't even got to the new heads harder yet. You hitting, you hitting the dudes that with the kings in the early two thousand, late nineties. I'm like, you got motherfuckers coming out of retirement and really <laughs> went to the Hall of Fame. I'm like, damn, what kind of pussy you got, girl? Shit.
1: <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah it's it's the golden pussy so you know
0: (laughs) i'm scared of you
1: (laughs) don't don't be scared she's nice (laughs) yeah with the tile i was running Mm. around with a knife looking for a you know a bitch hiding up in his house
0: (laughs) oh my god see they they, it proves my point crazy sexy i'm sorry we turned on by craziness we turned it on oh. get tur- we love crazy women <laughs> for some fair reason we it's a turn on maybe because the sex is good, maybe because you just she's not boring, but we just love crazy because I've done scenes <laughs> where, you know uh like some of the scenes I have done was like the uh girl's best friend cheats with me uh oh. um like with, with automatically I would have had you play like my boss. Or something like that, where I'm the personal assistant, oh, yeah. and I'm fucking up, and, and I got to fuck you to keep my job type shit. Uh, because, because, because it like it's funny that you're submissive, but it seems that a lot of people want you to play a dominant figure in a lot of your scenes.
1: I know.
0: <laughs> That's always the it's case so with I,
1: I think it's uh, it might be like the cheekbones or something like that. It makes me mm-hmm. look like I'm. My kids say that I look like Disney villains. So mm-hmm.
0: oh Lord. <laughs> well, shoot, but Also too, you also present the order of a boss because you a boss in your personal life. So
1: Correct.
0: you know, it's kind of it's kind of the it, even though you might be a submissive, it, it might be the order you give off is that I'm a boss lady, you know, period. Okay. And I think and, and and to me, I think you probably knock them scenes out um out in the park. That's why they probably actually do them a lot.
1: Well, we'll see. We've yet to really um, download, you know, p- put everything out there. We're still in like the editing stuff, so we'll see how they get re- the responses. Well,
0: mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm jealous that I'm retired because I was like, I would love to <laughs> test my, 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 my skills with you because to see could I hold up to a Richard Man or or a Junior Saint. Jocks, you know what I'm saying,
1: Uh,
0: you know, period. But hell yeah! So, look, let me do these particulars and we can get this thing on the road, okay?
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Hello, everybody, welcome to the smokers' lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast. All you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Set up a profile and start podcasting today and do all this for free and monetize it. I'm your host, Kevin of a chap, a.k.a. The Point Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links, music links, and social media links all with one link. I'm talking about allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile and continue or start your life and journey in the kink arena and we are the proud member of the gw district black podcasting network multiple podcasts giving you the black experience plus why you did get some shopping done is you can buy products from over 500 black retailers so go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black support black businesses build a black commerce and create generational wealth and as of today's recording it is monday night smoke that's right every monday night on k97 fm the radio station, the official radio station for the porn industry, I'll be doing an interview with lovely ladies like this lady here, as well as gents and producers and directors, people that are involved in the adult industry and we talk about the business of porn. Eight o'clock Central Standard Time, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time, mountain time and all that you can figure out on your own on K97F. Now I'm gonna be quiet and let this sexy lady who's returning introduce herself.
1: Hi, I'm Eliza Ray. And
0: yeah. Hi. <laughs> hey. And uh her interview will be dropping. So uh things have been shuffled and changed that we're not I'm no longer on Patreon, um, mm-hmm. which I'll do an episode to explain all that um for my listeners. And everything will be moved to the premium section of the Smokers Lounge. So uh, this is a Smoke Buddy episode, so y'all will get to hear her in the premium section the next time y'all hear her after this. Um, she is a boss lady. So part of this show today is we discussing being a boss on both sides of the fence. Because when you're a boss, there's a lot of things that you have to take into account. You have to deal with That the average don't have to deal with. And Mm -hmm. with you, you are not just any type boss. You a boss that brings style to the world. You're a stylist. Right. (laughs) So how long have you been a hairstylist?
1: Um, 18 years. So old lady over here.
0: Oh my goodness. So (laughs) what okay then, what got you into being a hairstylist?
1: Um, I've I guess I've just always done it. My mom used to do our hair in the kitchen, you know, the perms and in the eighties and we'd like put our yeah. head over the sink and I didn't realize it was be- a job. I just thought your mom did your hair. And so mm-hmm. in junior high, I think, um no, it was like in sixth grade, I was in a like a play called South Pacific. And I was like this, I played a Polynesian girl and they're and Mm -hmm. I grew up blonde. I was like bright blonde and they're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, we have to color your hair. So they sent me to a salon to color my hair black. Mm -hmm. And that was my first experience in a salon. I was like, wait, (laughs) this is awesome. And uh, so in junior high, I was cutting my family's hair and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't even know why people trusted me with their hair. So I've always just <laughs> done it. It even actually started back with Barbie. Like I would take all of my sister's Barbie dolls and give them all bobs. I cut nice. all of their hair.
0: <laughs> just my
1: sister's dolls though. So I've always loved it. And yeah, it just seemed like the right path. And it's, it's good because it's, um you know, you can customize it to whatever season in life you are. You don't, you mm it's it's a very non-traditional schedule. you can you know being a single parent, I could um, change it up for mm. whatever the schedule was. so it's been it's been good to me been a good career.
0: no doubt and which you turn into owning your own salon um, began, you know what I'm saying, and what step did people take in order to do that?
1: Oh man, well. I was super, like, I don't know why I have this sense of, like, boldness, I guess, when I start something. You have
0: balls. Um, you have balls, <laughs> the size of grapefruits. <laughs> was,
1: I don't even know why I thought. So, I had taken some time off. I was married and didn't really work. I was still just doing some friend's hair on the side or whatever. Mm. Um, but when I left that marriage... Um, I went into like a traditional job and I was like, this sucks. I'm just Mm going to open up my own salon. I have like five friends that I do their hair. They're going to help me pay the rent of this salon suite and my rent rent. And I just went for it. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was a struggle. I mean, the first two years were really, um, they were hit or miss. That was pretty, pretty intense. but. I just, I had no other choice but to be mm-hmm. successful at it. So, I just put everything into it. All my eggs in the basket.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: I, and that it was hurt. helpful because I had um, somebody who was also in the salon suites with me. And mm-hmm. she really took an interest into helping me. Mm-hmm. And... um just giving me good advice and uh, she really invested her time into me without wanting anything in return. So, uh, and then we ended up being, uh, we shared a salon suite and we're still, um, you know, business partners in a way. Mm. So she opened up her own salon and now I just rent a booth from her. So my, my career has kind of uh, morphed as the, the, is
0: called for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which is cool because one of the things that you bring to the table, especially when you do shoes, that you able to do your own hair, you can change style in the styles. You can even help other models. You yep. know, period, and even give hair tips, you know. And um have you have you ever had models on set ask you for hair tips?
1: Um I haven't really so I did do hair and makeup for Black Ambush before I started mm-hmm. doing it myself. And so yeah. it wasn't like I was a talent there. I was just there mm. as the mua, but um no, I think everybody was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, just do to me what you want, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> whatever
1: the director wants and um but I haven't really been on set with anybody else. Mm. I would say maybe I've gotten um, people to ask for advice when I've been to, and I've done mm-hmm. hair and makeup there too. So,
0: oh, okay. kind
1: of just like, you know, I I haven't really been on set with another girl
0: though. Okay, oh so, so 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 that's like how bad of a chick she is when she goes on set. She's the only woman. It might be five <laughs> men there, but they don't want nobody else in the set but her. That. that- <laughs>
1: Well, shit, I haven't been on a set with five men
0: yet, but, you know. Yeah. But, but like I said, I mean, um, because you being a business owner, it allows you when you step into the porn game, you step into the porn game with a different mentality than the average girl that stepped into the porn Right. Game. You know, and well, because you have a business background because you ran your own business, which in turn made it kind of an easy transition, don't you think, when you came into the porn?
1: For sure. So, like for the salon world, I built everything based on social media. I mm-hmm. did um, live broadcasts. I really like just went hardcore on all the social stuff, and, and that's how I got my clientele. That's how I got my reputation. That's how. So that's been five years that I've done it on my own, mm-hmm. and um, so kind of going into uh, porn. I knew that I wanted to have, I didn't want to go in just kind of willy-nilly. I wanted to set up a good foundation first. Um, I wanted to have a good set of content first and like Mm -hmm. my whole social media stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, I love graphic art and I love editing and, you know, just really kind of putting a unique look or twist to stuff, like not just Mm -hmm. a straight straight out like ass shot like how can I make it like interesting and catch somebody's eye. So mm-hmm. um yeah. Kind of yeah, the same thing. Edit- it's definitely
0: hmm? yeah your editing is very good. Um thank you. For what I've seen um for, we had talked about that and everything. And you have a very good eye for editing uh for transitions and stuff like that. Um, did you have anyone give you pointers or did you something that you kind of do by trial and error?
1: Um, no, I would say that people's advice to me in the porn world has been kind of like how I should approach certain things or how I should. Um, like on Twitter, you know, I had no idea Twitter was such a huge thing. And I didn't realize that that's really where you're making your connections. That's really where you're um, building your platform in Mm. many ways for the porn industry. That's just not where it was at. So I did have a little bit of a learning curve there. So I guess people's advice was more like that. And then I just started following a bunch of people and seeing what they were doing and being like, Oh, I like that, but I would do it this way or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do my research in the morning. I watch porn in the morning <laughs> mm-hmm. to kind of just like see like who's who's the big names, like what's their vibe, and then trying to figure mm-hmm. out like what would be my thing. Like I still don't have like that backstory for the Eliza persona yet, yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you still configuring your brand per se.
1: Yes. Yes. Exactly. I, I do need to really, you know, settle on something. And I feel like it's kind of more gonna be around this, you know, Eliza Ray lived such a boring vanilla life and like a sexless, loveless marriage. And now she's like on the hunt to get as much dick as possible or something like that. <laughs> like that's probably actually, be the vibe.
0: Actually, that, that would be a hot vibe. Actually, that could be an actual series. Um, because I think what's, what's missing in the game is because they don't make feature length movies anymore, but storytelling is not there anymore. Yeah. And, you know, like with me, I used to have series like bringing sweetness to big country where I was a boss and all my employees wanted to fuck me. Um, I did Uh a series of scenes called, you know, life is the porn rap star where I took, you know, situation that I, that happened when I did music that ended up where I getting mm-hmm. pussy, and I brought it to you know <laughs> to the screen or what have you. So you can actually make a series off of that with some of the male times that you work with. Yeah, you know, period. Shit, um, yeah, I even see you start a scene where like it's the day you divorce, and you fuck your husband's best friend type situation.
1: <laughs> best <laughs> friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, that actually so, happened in real life, so it's cool.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yo, do tell! Oh, you you just ain't gonna skate past, that and not tell us about that. You ain't gonna tell the fans how that happened.
1: Well, not best friend, but a friend. It's just you mm-hmm. know, once you get divorced, like the the friends come out of the woodwork and are like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Well,
0: yeah, hey,
1: how's it going?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this was one that you yeah. kind of wanted to hit anyway so if, all right, just perfectly huh? <laughs>
1: yeah it was like I don't know it was like my uh, my move of of freedom or independence it was like you know my statement of okay I'm done with this mm. and moving on but yeah so I definitely think that's a cool idea for like doing it as a series of some sort mm. Um. Yeah, I I've gotten a lot of advice from people like even Will Tile was like he's like we're not really doing a lot of like the people who are producing actual storylines and stuff like that, and like the newer production stuff they're not really doing like stripper shoes you know they they want no. you in like real That's shoes so it. I they was want in tennis shoes it yeah it- no
0: like
1: like he had me in tennis shoes and I was like wow this is. Mm-hmm. Does- odd like it's just so there's a lot of things that I'm learning within like Mm -hmm. outside of I haven't actually done a professional shoot I would say that the one with Will Mm -hmm. Tile
0: Mm -hmm. can you hear me can you hear me Welcome back. <laughs> sorry
1: about that. I I'm in a hotel, so it's yeah. Like, I think it just didn't.
0: Well, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Now that's all good. But you were saying about Will Tow
1: Yeah. Um. I was saying how he was just like it's no longer stripper shoes, which was very uh, mm. different than what I was thinking coming in. It's like more mm. of if you're a librarian, you're going to wear pumps. If mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, like the tennis shoes thing, so I could run mm-hmm. around the house looking for the bitch mm-hmm. that he's cheating on me with.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to like certain scenes, of course you're going to have a wear tennis shoes, but to me, the standard is heels. That's just me. Because yeah. um, heels look better in the scene. The mm-hmm. visual of the girl wearing heels by being fucked, you can't beat that visual. Mm-hmm. You know, period. It's especially when she's riding a dick, doggy style, and, and the whole nine. And I'm sorry, a, a, a sexy pair of legs and heels is is a beautiful thing. That's just me. So, yep. <laughs> but yep. but I think, but I think that once again, I think people are missing the boat. It's not reality that people want. They want a fantasy that's reality based, but they still want the fantasy. Well, know.
1: yeah, yeah. I I definitely think you have to have like the baseline story be something mm-hmm. that they could actually happen in their life, and then yeah. just take it to, get to a, like a a naughty level.
0: Yeah, because um, it like someone said to me a long time ago: take something and and it, it, it turn it into a sex scene. It could be as simple but- as like like with you, like you know, you being a hairstylist, I would actually do a scene play off of that. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, you're you, you, you coming um, to my music video to do the model's hair, and I'm like, nah, you need to be in the music video. This, 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 this and <laughs> It t- turns into a whole scene of, you know, fucking a bitch, that, and third. I even used to do the mm-hmm. massage thing. I always was the masseuse. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't trust everybody know I do a massage, so i always been the masseuse in my scenes, but um, I
1: did a, a massage scene with um, True Love Hefner. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were the masseuse or, or, or he was massaging you?
1: I was the masseuse at Filthy Hands Massage.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so how many scenes have you done so far? Um, I
1: I need to a... <laughs> – I have so many shoots to edit. I just did mm-hmm. a shoot with um, AJ Fresh, and I'm, like, an angel trying to get into heaven, but I'm, like, a ditzy. Yeah, person. I saw
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm, like um, – uh, No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. Oh, oh no. I was just, like, rehearsing. When... I can't find, like, Heaven's Gate, and – I, I just really want to get in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because actually, that what made me sing you the song "Bounce on the D." Because I was like, a lot of the the, the video, a lot of the pictures you show, you fuck ride the dick. So yeah. <laughs> I take it that you, vastly you, you vestually, you must be a expertise when it comes to riding the dick. Apparently,
1: um, I don't know. We'll have ask my co stars. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> well, you must be because in all the autop- <laughs> you with the steel is you riding it, especially reverse cowgirl.
1: <laughs> well, because I got a fat ass that's big and <laughs> it looks good from behind, so oh, yes,
0: it does. I, I must admit <laughs> it, it, it looks very good from behind,
1: uh, yeah. Well, so, you.
0: um, yeah, because, um, because but, cause I, I think the two things that a girl must be able to master. Other than is dick sucking and riding mm-hmm. a dick. Especially if you got yeah. a fat ass, because that want to see you bounce and twerk and move that ass on the dick or what have you. And yeah. tell me your riding style.
1: My riding style? Um
0: yeah.
1: uh, I don't know. Like a multiple personality <laughs> for riding because mm-hmm. 'Cause I, I'll do okay. like like the grinding thing and um I'll do the. I guess it's called twerking. I I didn't think I could mm-hmm. twerk, but if I were to look at some of the videos, it kind of looks like I'm twerking on the dick.
0: Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you might can't twerk the dance, but you can twerk on the dick for show. <laughs>
1: yeah, you just gotta. It's it's the leaning forward a little bit more, mm-hmm. <laughs> having that that support from their body. Um mean, yeah. So- hmm?
0: And then, too, I like the fact that you do reverse cowgirl, because a lot of girls try to avoid to do reverse cowgirl, and it takes certain skills to pull that off. (laughs) It takes some skills to pull that off, especially the way that we want it done, because we want the lean back, not the lean forward um, version. I know.
1: know I've definitely got to get in the gym more and build up my my strength a little bit more. Mm. I Used to do yoga a lot, but my yoga studio closed down and I just haven't done it. And I think I could probably lean back and support myself a little bit better mm. <laughs> after training mm. for that.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, I can tell you probably flexible as fuck. So that, that's no surprise, though. Um. <laughs> it's, my, it's my
1: favorite thing to do.
0: <laughs> With a rotted dick?
1: No, all the things.
0: All the things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All the sets, stuff. But we take
0: a trip to, but, I mean, a trip to uh, Arizona. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so. But um, what's the one thing that you brought from the world of hairstyling that you brought to the porn business that has helped you?
1: Um, I think it's just the marketing aspect. I I think really what I see in every type of um. A career path, like, like these things where you're really, it's heavily saturated. So Mm. you have to create a vibe or, or put out the energy that people are going to be like, oh, I, I'm interested in that person. So it's how you sell yourself, more or less. Mm. And, and I learned that um, people don't always, I mean, they care about my skill and hair, but they don't always do that. It's just how I make them feel, how I come across. Even Mm -hmm. like when I post on my vanilla hair page, you know, if I just put Mm -hmm. a post of selfie on there, people are like, Oh, I need to go get a hair appointment. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It's just, you have to keep, um, you have to be intentional with your posts. Mm -hmm. And um, I always want to have a certain vibe with it. I don't want Mm -hmm. it to just be, you know, great in one post and then just subpar Mm. in another one. Mm -hmm. And just how I sell my, my vibe. People, I want people to feel my energy over what I post.
0: And then they'll be drawn to
1: buying and all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because people don't realize personality comes across in your videos, come across in your pictures. And it does make a huge difference when it comes to sales. You know, yep. period. As, as well as, like I said before, with your pictures, you don't give people the normal selfie. You give professional, you, you make sure to post your professional looking stuff yeah. online on your social media. Um, do you think that makes you stand out more versus whatever people is posting?
1: I hope so. I, or at least, you know, puts me in the category with some of the people who are who are getting a lot of traffic out there Mm. yeah Mm. Uh, Yeah, i mean i i'm coming into this late in the game i'm 42 so you know there's there's something that i think is intriguing about that and that's probably why people respond to it too because i'm not like a young young girl and i'm i'm really choosing it i'm not like hey i need quick money kind of thing Mm. um And so I'm really about it, like being on camera, like doing all that Mm -hmm. stuff, being that exhibitionist. So I, I have to be able to, you know, keep pace with these young things and, Mm -hmm. but also still like maintain the authenticity of like who I am, Mm -hmm. what stage, um, all that, but yeah.
0: It it seems like to me the women that come into the business in their late 30s, early 40s have more success than the girls that are younger. I've noticed that. Um, Yeah, because it's like, one, the young girls are more worried about, how can I put this? The young girls are more worried about things that y'all not worried about. A lot of young girls come into business shame, something that y'all don't. You Mm -hmm. know, because by the time you hit your 40s, you can get two shits about what people think. You know what I'm yep. saying? <laughs> you know, and I think a woman coming in in her 40s and late 30s, I think it, it 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 helps her with the business, the stresses of the business, as well as um dealing with the scrutiny of the business versus if a young girl who is still worried about what people think of her.
1: Yeah. That's probably very true. I also feel like I, I know myself a little bit more. So I know where my boundaries are and I'm not mm-hmm. going to be as fooled, I think, or, you know, talked into something that I'm uncomfortable with or whatever.
0: Yeah, because I noticed that like the girls that end up leaving the game when they're young, they're the ones that's bitter. You don't ever hear females that leave the game. <laughs> They started in their 40s, they done about in 50, bitter about the game, they actually kind of miss it, to come back, or they never leave. You know, yeah. because and and to me, I'm like, you know, I hate when people sit here and be like they're bitter because and and, and, and here's the sad part. The ones that be bitter, they actually were successful in the game.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's really how you come into it. You know, if you're just young and you kind of stumble upon it. And you, you're still figuring out who you are as a person, right? You haven't mm-hmm. had as much life experience. So I think you get talked into doing a lot of things or, and, and I don't mean that like it's nefarious on the production side where, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, but I think it's just like, you know, if you don't know who you are, you say yes to a lot of things or you get mm-hmm. yourself in situations that later on, you really was uncomfortable with that. And I certainly have had that in my life outside Mm -hmm. of this before this so Mm -hmm. um at my age coming into it now i just know who i am and i'm comfortable with it and i'll you know it's just more more freedom in that
0: yeah because it's like to me um older women they work better they're a little bit more professional on set um Yeah, actually, yeah, because I work with a lot of MILFs, and MILFs uh-huh. has been the shit since the early 90s. It's cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> based in sex in the city, it made it hot. And yes. um, and, and plus, I always said this grandma ain't grandma like it used to be, because some of y'all women in their 50s be killing the girls in their 20s, because I could, because when you say it, told me you 42, I, I'm shocked. I thought like, you were going to say 35 <laughs> myself, you know what I'm saying? Or at least <laughs> early 30s, you know. Yeah, um, because you don't really look in your forties, you know. Pretty yeah, pretty. So, so I chops. guess them pretty uh, cheek <laughs> I guess them pretty cheekbones. Even pretty cheekbones. <laughs> <In> them <pretty> good jeans.
1: <laughs> yes, I definitely have the cheekbone jeans, but I also like really do, and that might be the benefit of being in the beauty industry is. Mm-hmm. I have access to a lot of that stuff or at least I understand the importance of all of that maintenance. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I got to make sure my skin looks, you know, it's nice and soft and, you know, comes across as very shiny and supple Mm -hmm. and all that. Or, you know, I I do the Botox, I do filler, I do, Mm -hmm. um, but I want to look natural. So I found, Mm -hmm. you know, the person who um enhances all of that stuff I do Mm -hmm. you know the chemical peels on my face and all of that so Mm -hmm. I just try to make sure that like my money maker Mm -hmm. is uh is on point like even my nails I always have my nails done I always have Mm -hmm. and that's because my hands are in people's faces doing their hair and I Mm want to just even though like they probably don't notice it, but it just kind of gives me that element of I'm put together. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, trust me with your hair. Trust me with your uh, mm-hmm. visual appearance. And, you know, because I care about mine. So I think it, it shows, yeah. it crosses over to porn too.
0: Yeah. Because like I said, even with, because like I said, like with me, my feed, when I scroll down, professional looking shots make me stop and look versus just the girls doing the normal point your toes, put the deal on your coochie pitches, the Detroit pitch, the yeah. ass pictures. Because yeah. a lot of females don't realize is that even though you're a porn star, you're also a model also. And yeah. you need professional looking picks to one, give the aura that you're a professional, that you're a porn star. And two, to make you stand out because since everything is so amateurish, a pro looking something professional makes you stop and look because you, because we've been drowned out with amateur shits for so much that it's nice to see something that's professionally done. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I also think that like, um, you know, peppering in a little, you know, of the amateur stuff to just show, Hey, I'm a real person. It's not all glitz and glamor is good, mm. but if that's, like, your main, um, feat, it might, um, it, it yeah, It you want to pepper in a bunch of stuff. You want to keep it exciting. You want to show, like, every type of vibe without losing your authenticity.
0: hmm Yeah, because I think the, it, it, it's not just to stay necessarily on brand, but also, the other thing is missing is wanting to be sex symbol.
1: Right. I
0: get the feeling that a lot of girls rather be the thought next door than the, the sex symbol, you know, With you, I guess because you come from the same generation as me, we was taught mm-hmm. you want to strive to be a sex symbol. You want to strive to be, because we came from the Playboy era.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. girls
0: strive to be. So it seemed like to me, you keep that same energy with your stuff. Yeah. Do you think, do you think you being from my same era and what we was taught play a lot into that?
1: I mean, possibly, I I guess. I, I think, um, I can't speak for this, the younger girls, uh, I think there's something to be said about the whole POV stuff, the whole um, amateur look stuff, because it's definitely, you know, out there selling stuff. So I think there is a place for it all.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I think that since content creating and people taking control over their own content out there, instead of it just Mm -hmm. being um, like the production team is the only Person who has all of that—it's it, bringing all the people like Julian out of the woodwork, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, let I, you know, I made a name for myself, but I want to have control over my content and stuff like that now." And yeah. so, um, it, I think that you're probably going to see a lot more of that, like, uh, mm. return back to that '90s early 2000s vibe, yeah, of sex appeal and all of that, because. Mm. Um, you know all these people are coming out and they're like hey this is how I made my name back in the day let me put a little tiny twist on it and make it modern
0: yeah because the, the thing of it is is that even with me to this day like even the shoes that I would have done
1: mm-hmm. we will
0: always do a photo shoot mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying professional photo shoot we'll do professional looking stills of course you know what the scene is going to look like you know, because to me, if you want people to take you serious, if you want the good money, the long term money, you have to show that you are a sex You have to show yes. that professionalism, because yes. um, I talked to a lady that was in the biggest 14 years. She said it herself, she said she don't give a damn how much they use a cell phone. She will always use a camera because that's what the fans want to see. They want to see that. Professional looking shit, even though it might not been shot by a professional company. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. because a lot of time with the amateur, you're getting terrible quality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So to me, it's not about because amateur back in my day was you just didn't shoot for the major companies. You shot for yourself, or you shot yeah. for the small companies. That' where amateur was but we still shot as if we was going to Hollywood versus now that's not the case. And there has been a correlation of the price of porn went down because of it. Mm. The type mm-hmm. fans that it attracts are not the porn fans. So people are going to say what I mean by porn fans. Porn fans, they come for the porn. They come to buy mm-hmm. porn. I know you didn't have this before. I know you didn't have somebody buy your content, even though you might discount it that week. They bought mm-hmm. it full price. The reason right. why, because they because they felt that the content was worth more than the free or that three that girls are charging. You know what I'm saying, and that's why I yep. tell girls to strive to gain porn fans, not just cheap dudes. Because when you're exactly. doing only fans the question that you got to ask yourself is the guy coming because I'm giving good quality content or he's coming because I'm offering $3. Well, and, and for
1: me, for me, then, I hope that they're coming to my only fans because I'm not really giving them everything on, mm-hmm. on free platforms. I'm just giving mm-hmm. them teasers. And so they're going to come because they want to see like the full length and they feel that it's worth yeah. the full length price.
0: Yeah, because it is because it. Like I told everybody, I said the people that's doing it at a high level is going to stand out more than they did ten years ago, because it's more amateur shit than it ever was before ten years ago, and it's yeah. dry and it's overtaking the professional shit. I always said this: the amateurs are dictating how we shoot porn now, when Hollywood yeah. was dictating how we shoot. You know, period. Because I can sit here and say. Out of 10 girls, one girl is actually shooting on a high level. The rest of them are shooting in with their cell phone, shooting with a webcam, and only doing solo. Their mm-hmm. room ain't clean. They may mm-hmm. have on a bonnet. You know, they ain't got no cute outfit. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the game became so saturated that it made that anybody come in and no, and everyone's not going to come in. With a business mentality. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a side hustle. Every tree is a side hustle. That's the kind of money you're gonna make.
1: Yeah, it's true. There is a place for, you know, the bonnet sex and there is a place for, you know, the whole uh, just watch me clean my house without any clothes on, yeah. whatever. And, and They ain't clean the house.
0: Um, they have their deal. They have there playing with a dildo with a dirty ass <laughs> house in the background. They ain't cleaning <laughs> shit. They ain't with a suit. <laughs> Oh, that's
1: funny. But uh, but that's just how it is. In And like, you know, you're wanting me to relate to the salon world. I'm always trying to create that background, that backdrop for whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's mm-hmm. in the photo booth where I'm doing a before and after, or if I'm doing a picture that shows them right in the doorway of the salon so you can see everybody working in the background and you've got the mm-hmm. natural lighting. Um, that I do everything very intentionally. I don't do anything um, willy nilly, and mm-hmm. so that it seems like that's what you're saying. People are like, and eh, I'll pull out, a-. and that's that.
0: Yeah, there's no thought behind
1: it. I, I, like she's, she's so far out of reach that I I want to like buy that up so I can feel like she's touchable.
0: And that's why you make the money, baby you just said well not yet because yes. i mean but 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 seriously you're gonna people don't realize a marathon not a sprint it's about yeah, exactly. the long term it's not about what you're doing in 2021 it's about what you're doing in 2025 and yeah. to me and this is for a person that been the biggest 20 years it's a reason why junior saint cox came out of retirement to fuck you on camera babe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Because he saw what you was doing, and you fell in line with his brand and what he's accustomed. Right. You feel right, what I'm saying? Exactly. So.
1: Oh yeah, he had on this like dapper suit, and well, like you know, um, jacket, and it was like snake skin kind of print, and that was what he was wearing to our scene. A lot of mm-hmm. times, like the girls go overboard, or or they're all looking that this and that, and the guys just come in with like. They have very little prep going into it,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it was nice to have that like elevated, uh, yeah. matched uh, costume or outfit. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's how I was. It was like if the scene called for me to wear a suit, I wore a suit. The scene called for me to wear some hip hop, I wore hip hop. Mm-hmm. I, I even had construction worker material, had a hard hat and uh and, and and one of the you know fluorescent jackets, and I didn't mm-hmm. seem as a construction worker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's that's where I came up, where the male porn stars was actual actors. They actually yeah. did a role. They actually told a story, and 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 like I said, that when porn was at its best. Porn now, yeah. is not at its best. I don't give a fuck with anybody. To say I don't give a damn if the content yeah. creator era because you're giving me crappy porn for majority of it. You know, period. <laughs> I mean, no, no, seriously. Because, see, like, for example, it, girls, like, when, when we look at the girls that was on the OnlyFans that was making that Buku money, right? Mm-hmm. The girls actually had professional looking pics. Mm-hmm. Their videos look professional. Now, they might not have been doing shit in them videos, but it was shot 4K. Mm-hmm. They had professional looking pics. I get, because I, I, I remember watching a model that was interviewing. And I went and took a look at her IG. All her shit look professional.
1: Yep.
0: Even down to the damn selfies. You feel yep. me? But when girls see them girls, they think oh, all they did was just bust it open and they got paid. No, boo. It's the look that they brought. It's yep. I'm gonna say this a long time ago. People buy into the package emotionally. Yep. They don't buy into the person, it's the package that they buy into. Yep. Why do we love Beyonce? If Beyonce didn't have the full package, we wouldn't we she wouldn't have a beehive. Right. She's gorgeous, she can sing, and she's fashionable. Yep. That's
1: yeah,
0: the full and, package.
1: And she knows and she knows her worth. So if you're if you don't settle for anything less than what you believe you're worth, and so if you know yourself, you know your worth because you know what you bring to the table and you don't accept anything below that, then it just yeah. becomes like you know, people match the level that you want them to meet you at. Mm-hmm. They they match your energy. They'll mm-hmm. if you don't if you don't settle, you know. And that's definitely a Beyonce vibe. Yeah. I I get inspired by like, um, Christy Mack. Like I love her. I I don't Ooh. think she does anything anymore, but I just love her Instagram because like it's mm-hmm. peppered with like the the tea like her mm. whole look and all of that, she'll put in some of her own little selfies that aren't like the 4K mm. or whatever. But everything is very mm. intentional.
0: hmm Yeah. Because people got to realize when you're a business person, a business owner, you have to mm-hmm. be methodical with your movements. You know, yeah. like with me, I liken you to Lisa Ann, who, who is the other godmother other than um, Sarah J., for interracial porn you remind uh-huh. me a lot of her you know period and, and i can see you heading in oh. that direction you know period yeah she yeah she's the one that they that, that fucked that they that fucked the the porn guy that pretended to be obama <laughs> 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 and she also played i think sarah palin um uh-huh. sarah palin but the point being is is that you know um it like i said with you i see sex symbol. You exude sex symbol. You feel that's me like, from the outfits yes. that you wear and stuff like that. And to me, that what makes you stand out and will give you longevity. Because a lot of time girls don't realize that your first impression is your your lasting impression. Mm-hmm. And the way that they saw you, yeah, they expect to see you. If I saw you with Willie Teal and the shit looked professional. You're killing my fantasy when I go to your shit and all I'm seeing is amateur. Right,
1: Right. yep.
0: You know, period. Because that's what they saw you as. That's how you was introduced. And I think a lot of girls don't take that into account. And even if you got a bunch of amateur stuff when you start out, they are expecting you to upgrade and eventually evolve to more professional. Right. You know, period. But a lot of girls don't take that into account. They don't understand that. So by the year, year, because I know you done heard this, that it posts, girls last three years in the business. The reason why, because year three, they done fucked up so much and the money done went down that now they don't know what to necessarily do. A lot of them, they've been doing fetish for them first three years and solos, But the solos ain't selling anymore. The fetish ain't selling anymore. Now they stuck at, do I do boy girl or do I quit? You know, period. So it's kind of... Like and a lot of girls don't want to pay the piper and do boy girl, and I can tell you some of the dumbest reasons that I've heard why they don't want to do it.
1: What is the? I'm worried reason? about
0: my daughter. I'm worried about my daughter who have not been born yet. I ain't even been pregnant, let alone had an abortion in my life. <laughs> Finding out uh, I did, I'm worried about my mom and daddy. But you won't worry about your mom and daddy for the three years your ass is busting open on the fan. And then funniest one which I want you to speak to. I don't wanna fuck all them dicks in order for me to make it in porn. I don't wanna suck a lot of dick. I wanna choose who I wanna fuck and I can't I'm sitting there well, like you do get to choose, yeah. but Go ahead, speak on it. You get to say yes or no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I definitely um I I know that there's um I had a friend tell me to watch a few mentories about the porn industry on Netflix. I can't mm-hmm. remember the names, but just you know how mm-hmm. people get burnt out or they get used up. And so mm-hmm. um I I watched those before even hopping in mm-hmm. on this because I just mm-hmm. wanted to have all the information. I don't want to, I want to have longevity. I don't want to be endangering myself either. And I also just want to make sure I have, um, you know, ownership of my content or, or ownership of something. Like if I'm, if I'm putting all this effort into building a sex symbol, I want to be making the money off of it. Like as Mm -hmm. well as any production team that I'm working with.
0: Yeah. Because, um, well, I was about to say. Because I think that damn, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, I was <laughs> right there. I lost my train of thought. Um no, because I think what it is is that um with the point business itself, one a lot of those documentaries need to be updated. True. Because because they're based off of a world that doesn't long no, no longer exist. Those documentaries are based off of girls getting into mainstream Hollywood porn, shooting for Vivid, Wicked. Those sure. days are done. They need to make documentaries discussing the content creator era. For because, sure. for example, you would like to shoot with major companies, but you're not heavily pursuing it compared to if you came in 10 or 20 years ago. 10 or 20 right. years ago, you will be trying to break your neck and go to Hollywood. Right. And and believe it or not, girls didn't give a fuck about having a site back then. Actually, it, you sitting there telling a girl, "Well, you know, you might want to put out your own content." No, nah, I'm good. I rather just get paid. I don't do content trade. No, nah, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Funny how well, it changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, and I think for me, I think it's it's good to like. That's why I'm working so hard at building like this foundation of content, um, Mm -hmm. so that when I do shoot with somebody, hopefully like a production team, like, you know, that'll get me out there a little bit more and I won't Mm -hmm. have ownership of it, but I'll have so much on my site that, um, you know, I'll, I'll be making money off of that, that partnership still, Mm -hmm. not just the initial whatever.
0: Yeah. Because girls didn't even understand back then that the value of creating your own content and owning your own content, their yep. thought process was, let me just get paid. And then yep. I'll never forget when I met Cherokee, Cherokee Diaz, who is a legend.
1: Mm-hmm. And she
0: said she wished if she had known then, this was like 2010 in Miami, at the exotica. She said if she had known then what she had known now, she would have been start her own site and not worried about shooting with the major companies. Because yep. she said that that's why she said she gave props to Pinky, because Pinky always filmed her own shit, even though she worked for the other companies. And she and she never stopped. And she yeah. was like, Yeah, you know, because and that what girls back then didn't understand that girls know now. The only difference between the girls back then and now is that the girls back then cared about how they look on camera compared to now. versus, you know, you know what I'm saying? Versus, like I said, the difference is now girls want to be a content creator. They want to put out their own and own their own. But they care less about their appearance and the quality. While back in the day, girls didn't give two shits about trying to put out their own, but they cared more about the quality of the content that they were shooting with these people and their look. So it's crazy how the the, the trade-off
1: yeah, it's it's just an ever-evolving thing, and if you are not open to change or learning from somebody else, like if you just think you know everything, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to be teachable. You have to be able to uh, ebb and flow with the times.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it part of this business is adjustment. You have to adjust, because this business changes in the blink of an eye. And changes very yeah. quickly. You know, and um, that, that was proof with the OnlyFans situation. And, and still proof because these sites are still changing their their shit. You mm-hmm. know, period. You know. So it's kind of like that why I said with you being a business owner walking in, it kind of gave you advantage what other girls didn't have. It gave you insight what other girls didn't have. Because how many girls can sit here and say they ran their own business, being running a salon, being a hairstylist, which that is a whole bunch of headache within itself. But it also the business. The same thing I said when it came to the music business, it prepared me for porn. Porn prepared me for podcasting and getting back yep. into music. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of, you know, like that. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot. And how much do you shoot? Because it seems like you damn near shoot every weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, I try to make the most of my days off. So I, ha- I work at two salons in two cities. Hmm. And so I'll work 12 days in a row. And then I'll have three days off. Hmm. And I um, just kind of on a whim decided to go out to Vegas to do the spectacular thing on those days that I had off. And then I just put it out there. And then I, I got a couple other shoots with other people that were in the Vegas area. I, I just yeah. want to make the most of my days off because like I said, if I have enough of my own content built up, so then if I do get like a shoot with like a professional production company, uh, all this work that I've done this year will be worth Mm. it Mm. it's like it's like in life they say you want to have seven streams of income right and you want to this is this is my hustle for passive income so Mm. right now it's not really passive i'm having to do a lot of this work but Mm. i won't it'll pay off in the end because i'll be making money in my sleep off of it later
0: yeah and i'm a and i am a Example of that because yep. I'm retired and my shit is still selling. I don't have to make new content anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I have so much content and still have content that I have to drop. Just gotta get my hard drive fixed again because it went out on uh, me again, which yes. made me so depressed. Oh my god.
1: Uh, that's awesome.
0: I, I was I was so happy I finally got my hard drive back, and that some bitch went back out. It started clicking. When I oh, plugged no. it, I said, "Oh no, the click of death." So hopefully, ain't too much lost. H- if I can get it fixed, depending on how much they're gonna be, but but um, yeah. So yeah, Mama, I I swear it. I'm I'm gonna enjoy bringing you back on this show to document your journey in this business because I see big things from you, daughter. Um, well, thank I,
1: you. From I can't wait to, to see. The- Porn gods,
0: <laughs> yeah. Because I can't wait to see what you, you know when you go to some of these exoticas. Um, some of the time wow. you're gonna hook up, then you know what I'm saying. Well, um, so
1: that's you know that's the other thing is I didn't even know about exotica until like the Miami people started posting about Miami. So I mm-hmm. I'm still a baby in all this. I didn't know yeah. half the stuff. So I'll I'll plan for stuff like that. Maybe do mm-hmm. um, the AVN. In mm-hmm. um, January, yeah,
0: well, they're talking about it is virtual. Um, but I still think people going to come out for the weekend anyway because they know a lot of people um, are just going to show up for shoots, what yep. have you. Because I heard that uh, they lost their contract with the hotel that they were with, so I'm curious ah. to see where they're going to move to ABN after this year. Um, okay. they might be moving it to LA. I doubt they move to the east coast, which if they or they'll move to another casino on the strip that will have them. And that's if the strips are happening because a lot of these casinos are becoming more family oriented now.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: and that's yeah. the biggest problem that they're going to have when they come to moving it or what have you. But I'm pretty sure they're going to move it to some place where they ain't going to have a problem or they're going to try to keep it in Vegas. Nah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there might be, like, opportunity for people who are like, oh, well, we'll do our own little private, um, mm-hmm. like, gathering or content people, mm-hmm. you know, hook up in Vegas just to kind of capitalize on the, the ABN Awards um, yeah. reputation anyway. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I definitely need to so much more to learn. Um, but that's, you know... You you spend your mornings working on all that, doing research mm-hmm. and building your own content. And then you go to your regular job and then you come home and you work on more content.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah always that's, working.
1: That's,
0: yeah. It's the story of my life. Always working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell everybody where they can find you, baby.
1: Um, well, right now you can find me on OnlyFans and on many vids. I'm. Getting set up on what clips just for clips or something like that. And I actually think I'm gonna start a chatterbait account. Mm. And I have a friend, um, Phoenix, who we're thinking about doing some live stuff.
0: Mm. So, yeah, that was up thing I are asking, when are gonna get into the webcamming? Because that's the next stage right there. <laughs> Shit, I do
1: not have the time for that kind of I don't have the <laughs> privacy for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And but my friend here in, in um Arizona, like in, in a different city, when I come yeah. down to work down here, um I think mm. I'll probably we'll probably hook up and, and just start doing that like, you know, a couple times a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Should because be I ain't high. gonna front because like I tell everybody, you, you ain't it's how you do the webcam. If you promote your show. And you mm-hmm. already got a fan base, they'll show up for it, especially yep. going to be live sex, because, you know, a lot of girls work better when they have a partner to work with versus by themselves. And it shows better. So I do yeah. made make show. So I know.
1: Hey, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Just, you know, making the most of every moment that I have free. And yeah, hopefully it'll pay off in the end.
0: And it will, darling, it will. And I hope I get the opportunity to meet you Mm -hmm. face-to-face, come shoot with you, and do a video podcast one day.
1: That'd be awesome.
0: And I want a hug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got all the hugs.
0: (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. So, people, you know how we do this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, baby. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: No doubt.